someone comes to me and they say, I sleep all the time. How do I, as a psychiatric nurse practitioner, know that that is hypersomnolence or if it's associated with something else? And how do you think that makes people feel? Like if that's the symptom that's coming forward, that they sleep all the time, if that was you, how would that make you feel? Well, five to 10% of people who present at a sleep clinic complain of hypersomnolence. However, only 1% of the population has it. So we're going to talk about how we actually diagnose uh, this disorder. The first part is self-reported right? Someone comes in, they say, I'm sleeping all the time. The first thing that we ask is, is, do you have a regular sleep schedule? Do you sleep seven hours on a normal uh, time each, each day? And then, you know, how much over that does that go? Right. And we're looking for things that go over nine hours and it can be nine hours straight or, you know, eight, nine hours plus a two hour nap and still not feeling refreshed. So this is all self-report of, you know, kind of their sleep schedule. So we're, we're making sure that it's just not poor sleep hygiene um, and, you know, making sure that there's actually a pattern over three month period of time and it causes significant distress. All diagnoses have that criteria of it impacts either their cognitive function, their social function, something, you know, with their work, not being able to go to work or having to go home early to, to take a nap or feeling like they can't work. Now, when you look at the first three criteria for that diagnosis, you know, it could be a lot of people that I see. Um, so it's the second part of the diagnostic criteria are the most important. Is this some sort of sleep disorder? Okay, narcolepsy is an actual brain wave problem where someone can just stop uh, and go to sleep in the middle of the day. And so we need to make sure that it's not narcolepsy and that is, uh, and, and sleep apnea, both of which are diagnosed through a sleep study or another sleep diagnosis. E is that it's not associated with a substance use. Many abused substances cause our CNS depressants. Alcohol is a CNS depressant. Opioids, um, benzodiazepines, these all shut down the brain. And so there's going to be more sleep. So we have to assess and talk to you about whether you're using substances or not. And then um, the last, and then let me just rewind for a minute, because sometimes when we think of substance abuse, we think of substances that actually cause CNS depression, but cocaine and methamphetamine are stimulants. They increase, but the withdrawal symptom is hypersomnolence, right? So when you're, when someone is withdrawing off of a um, amphetamine, they will sleep more. So it's not a disorder. It is a withdrawal symptom. And then also making sure that we are assessing for coexisting mental health or medical diagnoses. So if, if you came to me and you said, I'm sleeping all the time, and I just said, oh, you have hypersomnolence, drink more coffee. And some people actually treat it with stimulants. If I'm not taking the time and doing labs, 
and looking, is there a medical reason? Are we low in vitamins? Are we anemic? So ruling out medical conditions as well as mental health. One of the number one symptoms of depression is hypersomnolence, right? Just feeling so depressed, they don't want to get out of bed. But it's easier sometimes, um, or there's less stigma to say, I'm sleeping all the time, rather than saying I'm depressed. So making sure that we are asking those questions about depression or other mental health or stressors, um, grief, trauma, all of that can contribute to just wanting to sleep, right? It could be kind of a coping mechanism around that. So when we're looking at hypersomnolence as a diagnosis, it can be with those mental health conditions. You can have depression, you're treating your depression, you feel better, but maybe you still have hypersomnolence that we need to treat separately. So you can have it um, coexisting, but making sure that we're not just giving that hypersomnolence and not assessing the whole person. So that is Understanding Hypersomnolence. I am Christy Bundukumara, psychiatric nurse practitioner, and continue to follow for more free content.